0: Real Cuff Radio is about to begin.
1: Everybody loves a hero. I believe there's a hero in all of us. We welcome you today to Real Cuff, and I'm excited to have Camilla Charles I was at their church 2 weeks ago and she was sharing that her book has just come out called Stay in the Course and it was an awesome day awesome move of God that day and after I read her book that night I took it and read it I got I got refired and I'm 73 72 and I thought, wow, she needs to to give this give this uh, testimony and talk about the book and her life
0: of being revivalist in this in this time. Camilla, are you ready to go? I am, and thank you so much for having me. It's just an honor to be with you and all those listening. And I just uh, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to share. Anytime we get together and talk about Jesus, good things are gonna happen, you know?
1: <laughs> yes, and we're giving honor to Jesus and I know he's pleased. So go girl.
0: <laughs> well, this is just such a, a great season that we're in, you know. You may be listening and you live in America or you might be living you maybe live in another another country, you know, but we see shaking in our nation going on and we see the nations being shaken and a nation against nation and when we read the bible this is all biblical this is all part of you know end time prophecy this is all happening but we know as as the people of God if you are walking with Jesus and you're a believer this is our finest hour for Christians this is the best the best the best the best because we just know that um, this end time revival that is going to bring in the last day harvest and it's going to see god's people rise up like never before you know this is this is just our time to to rise up in the authority of who we are and you know um it's amazing how the word that the bible says that the word that jesus is the same yesterday today and forever he never changes he is stable he's the the stable one in our life and he brings us stability he He is good, he is loving, he cares for all, he cares for the good, he cares for the evil people, you know, he cares for us, and and he died, Jesus died on the cross so that we would have abundant life. And so we're just seeing this season that people are going to come to Jesus like never before, we're seeing seeing, uh, miracles happen, we're seeing people have dreams and encounters of Jesus muslim people that are that are dreaming and having dreams of jesus and meeting him you know so it's just an amazing time there's always and with the the availability of social network and you know the websites that are available and things like that you know it's just the sky's the limit to share the glory of god to share jesus and so my heart is really just in writing this book called stay the course which by the way i'll say is available on amazon.com or you can go to my website CamillaCharles.com. and really this was just a journey of my life of walking with the lord i'm still learning i'm still growing but just some things that that the lord taught me along the way and not being stagnant and not you know just giving my life to jesus and then stopping there you know the first church the Bible talks about the first church Uh, they met together often they met together to pray they met together to to encourage one another they met together to encourage each other in the Word of the Lord they studied the scriptures they they came together for fellowship which they called koinonia which is this koinonia is a term that comes out of fellowship with and through the Holy Spirit so you know it's almost like going back to the beginning It's just reminding us that Jesus that God sent Jesus to die on the cross for us and Jesus was on this earth and um, but when he ascended into heaven he told the disciples I am going now to be with my father I'm going to prepare a place for you and it is better that I go because the promised one is going to to be with you I'm going to send you one that will be with you and never leave you that will be with you will be your helper your comforter John 14 so talks about the the Holy Spirit and so if we're believer if we are a believer of Jesus we have the Holy Spirit residing in us and Jesus said it's better and he also said that greater things would we do because he went to the Father and he sent the Holy Spirit. So, wow, you know, that's an amazing concept. And I even talk about in my book, I refer to God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit because I believe that, you know, we need to understand that that Trinity, the three in one, And they all represent such a vital role in our life as a believer. And, you know, there's nothing like being cared for by a heavenly father, a God, a God, you know, that loves us like a father. He loves us, you know, more than our earthly father. So that's our father, God. Then we have Jesus, who is our elder brother. He looks at us as brothers and sisters. And he he gave everything For us so that we would have life and then there's the Holy Spirit that is our helper our teacher our comforter uh, that shows us all things our convictor Holy Spirit convicts of sin which I always remind I think it's a good thing for believers to be reminded that means that we are not the Holy Spirit in other people's lives we don't have to convict them of sin that's the Holy Spirit's ministry so you know we're fully equipped with the the Father Son and Holy Spirit and the Word of God Jesus is the word what the Bible says, and the word was God Jesus is the word but God is the word so we are set up for victory Jesus went to heaven and he set us up for victory and so when you, you know you learn from the first church that they they came together they waited for that Holy Spirit in Acts 2 and I'm probably going to get my numbers wrong i know i am but there were like seven or eight hundred that day that decided to come together and wait on the holy spirit but as we know only 120 stayed only 120 after around seven or 800 stayed to receive the holy spirit i'm thinking it probably got a little hot a little smelly people got hungry you know they got bored Obviously, they thought there was something else to do than stay and wait for the promised Holy Spirit. But I'm so glad for that 120 that did wait in the upper room because life forever changed and the Holy Spirit came and came to give us power. It came to um, to do, you know, just to be with us on this earth. So we are set up for victory and the, the title, Stay the Course, we're, we live in Texas and I love I love horses and I love to ride horses and just something about being out in nature and God, you know, beautiful nature that he created and, and just the animals. I just, I love it. It just, you know, causes me to come alive. And I was just praying, you know, the Lord had put this in my heart, my spirit, probably 15 years ago, really. I've just been saying the Lord wants to give us a staying anointing. anointing to stay that word anointing means to furnish you to equip you with all that you need and so I just felt like the Lord was personally giving me that furnishing that um, uh, ability to stay and not quit not quit on a lot of things not quit on my relationship with the Lord not quit on my marriage not quit on my family not quit believing for God to do uh, and fulfill the promises that he had given me personally, as well as praying to see awakening, revival, transformation in our city, and our region, in our nation. And so the phrase, stay the course, came in 1885. It originally meant horses holding out till the end of the race. And so you can't see my cover unless you look at my website. I'd love for you to look it up because it's a beautiful picture of a horse. This horse is many, many colors. And a wonderful prophetic artist, Janet Hewn, she uh, painted this horse. And it represents so much. But to me, it it represents the multicolored, multi-faceted, multicultured, family church of God you know as believers we're not all the same and that's a good thing because I have my you know my gifts and abilities and my personality that makes me unique to who I am you have a unique personality maybe you speak many languages you know you might be from another country and English is not even your first language you speak many languages And so you are unique, the people that you know, the way you think, the way you live. We all live in different cities in different ways. Some of us live in rural areas out in the country. Some of us live in cities and high rises. You know, we're all unique and we're all different. And I feel like that God is just raising up his people to be so full of life, so full of of color, so multifaceted, multicolored that we are just unique and we're rising up and we're walking in the destiny and the calling that God has for our lives. In fact, uh, I don't even write about this part in my book, but this is just something that the Holy Spirit just gave to me a few weeks ago that the, the, the church has been, the church at large has been what we call the dark horse. In the dark, dark horse means a candidate or a competitor about whom little is known, but who unexpectedly wins or succeeds. And I really believe that the Lord is raising up his people. He's releasing favor on us. He's releasing his um, His extra gifts and mantles to just really walk out in what the Lord has called us to. And he's raising up the church as that dark horse. so to speak that we would come up through the ranks and we would stand tall and we would be that that winner and the victorious one that we've always been in Jesus that um, unexpectedly wins or succeeds you know I don't know about you in life but sometimes when you get underestimated you know there there are many competitors Olympians that have been underestimated and they have risen up to win because there was something in them that they 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 had to dig really deep down inside and and really kind of come to terms with who they were what their calling was what they were meant to do some people are meant to race to run meant to compete in sports. They're made so Olympians and people that are very successful. They're very driven and they have to know who they are, what they are made of, what what's inside of them. And as believers, wow, I mean, we we have everything we have need of, and we have such an incredible destiny because, you know, Jesus called us to be the ones to go and release the kingdom of God. We are called to heal the sick and raise the dead and, and um, bring, you know, the poor to the sick. And, and, you know, we're we're the ones that are called to go. The Great Commission says go. And so I just believe that, you know, in this last season, many have, have gone, but many have just kind of sat around and they just thought, well, that's for others to do. But I think that's where the shift and the change is taking place is that all of us, if we're believers, we have something inside of us. We have something to release to the world around us. And I just want to encourage us to stay the course because we're keeping our eyes locked in on Jesus. We're keeping our eyes focused on him. I write about in my book, all throughout my book, I'm going to talk about intimacy and walking with the Lord. And Revelation 4, 1 and 2 talks about coming up to where he is, to where God is. And I'm just going to read that scripture. It says, then I looked. I saw a door standing open in heaven and the same voice I had heard before spoke to me like a trumpet blast you know it's amazing when you hear God and it it can just scream to you it can just be so loud other times we hear that we we hear the Lord speak to us in a still small voice but it can be still like a trumpet blast and that's what it says here in the scripture the voice said Come up here and I will show you what must happen after this. And instantly I was in the spirit and I saw a throne in heaven and someone sitting on it. You know, I I just believe that God is hes calling his sons and daughters to come up here, to come up to where he is, to ascend, to come up into the spirit, to rise up into his presence, to carry his presence, to know him in a very personal, in a very intimate way. This is not. We don't, as believers, we don't just talk about our relationship with Jesus like it's not a religion to us that's just a a form or a way of life. It's real to us. It's a relationship that is built on time. You know, I, I know my husband. I know his voice when he calls me, even when he calls me on the phone and he tries to disguise his voice as someone else. I know him, you know, when he's teasing me or something. I know him. I know his ways. And I'd love to be with him he loves to be with me we don't just hang out because we're married and we have to be together no we choose to be together we love each other and that's our, our relationship with the Lord is you know God is is so amazing that he just has he has so there's so much glory and so much in his presence that God is calling us just to come up to where he is and then we are going to release the kingdom all around us you know, I had gone to the grocery store the other day, and it was just maybe a week or two after Christmas. I, I went in one evening. I don't usually go at that time. And I I just, I'm not a fan of going to the grocery store. That's just me. But, you know, you have to do it. And I, I, was, I ran in, but I just realized I was so happy. I was just worshiping and praying as I was getting things at the grocery store. And... I kind of realized, I kind of went, oh, I think I'm happy because it's not crowded in here. It's not, you know, like that hustle and bustle of the holidays. But as I was leaving, one of the girls that was working there, I just simply just very quickly said, hey, you, you look so pretty today. And God loves you. And I was just had my buggy and I was on my way out. I actually had a meeting to go to. But something just pulled me back, just kind of stopped me in my tracks. And I, I went over to her and I was like, no, really, you are beautiful, but it's not just your outward beautiful, outward beauty, you carry Jesus in you, you carry the Lord. And, and then I just began to prophesy over her and just release Jesus over her and just release the kingdom of God. And she just got tears in her eyes and she said, you know, my pastor just told me yesterday that I was called to be a pastor, that I was called to you know be a preacher, and I'm like, well this is amazing just this girl she's a young girl probably 18 19 years old and her pastor telling her that she had the calling to be a minister or a pastor she was not enthused about that you know that just did not seem like a great destiny for her or a lot of fun you know at the time for her and so first of all i just began to go how about that i'm a preacher i'm a minister we have that in common and I'm quite a bit older than you and hey it's not so bad we laughed over that and I was just able to speak life into her and just to confirm the word of the Lord that had been spoken uh, by her pastor and just encourage her and I was like you know what you're preaching right where you are you were working at the grocery store and I saw Jesus in you so really you know that's what God's calling the church just to rise up and be who we are and, you know we're, we're called to see culture changed and nations saved for the glory of God and culture you know is people's attitudes people's customs people's beliefs culture is just a reflection really of what's in people's hearts and so if we're going to truly see change and transformation in our world we have to change culture I want to share something really interesting which I think is really neat this year 2017 is the 500 year mark of the Reformation 500 years since the Reformation in Germany and I just think it's I love you know God is all about times and seasons and numbers and 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 times in history and I believe that this year we're going we're starting to see a new reformation well, revival is the precursor of that. A revival is just an awakening. It it brings awakening. It it awakens believers, and it also brings unbelievers to Jesus. Another interesting thing that I think is so great about 2017 is it will mark 50 years since the Jesus People Movement in America. Now, the Jesus People Movement were just was just a movement of of people just getting radically saved many of them were out of the drug culture they got saved they came to the lord their lives were totally changed and transformed but as a whole the church in america did not want them they did not receive them they did not receive the miracles and the signs and the wonders it came out of the love revolution it came out of woodstock and all those things well the church rejected that and we missed out on miracles. We missed out on a generation of of people that would walk with the Lord. Many of them didn't stay walking with the Lord. Many of them did, and they're still around today. But this year marks 50 years, and I believe that we are going to see a new Jesus people movement. Young, radical men and women coming to Jesus who will give all, who will totally lay down their lives for jesus hey we see it happening in our world today we see people laying down their lives as terrorists we see people laying their life for a god who's not even alive how much more would we give our life fully to jesus and to a god who is alive who created the heavens and the earth who who is is living and active you know so god is just he's calling us just to get in the game to get in the race and a scripture that i love because like i said i talk about intimacy and having a personal relationship with jesus all through the book you can't stay your course you can't stay on track unless you have a relationship with jesus and i mean that just in business in your family relationship in the in your calling the calling that god has on your life in whatever you're doing in life it's breathed on by our relationship when we're believers it comes out of our intimate relationship with jesus really really knowing him and keeping our eyes fixed on jesus the author and the finisher of our faith that's what the Bible says he not only started this he's going to finish it and he's calling us the people of God to be victorious with him and to finish the race first Corinthians 9 24 says don't you realize that in a race everyone runs but only one person gets the prize? so run to win we are called to run to win and again as I've already stated we've we're divinely set up to be victorious God is just so good a scripture that that I just want to share with you Revelation 6 2 says I looked up and I saw a white horse standing there its rider carried a bow and a crown was placed on his head he rode out to win many battles and gained the victory you know we're, we're not only victorious because we have, we know that we're victorious because we know it out of relationship with him and through the Bible. But we can have our eyes fixed on Jesus. This scripture in Revelation says, I looked up and I saw a white horse standing there. We're keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, fixed on the one, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The one who is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. We're keeping our eyes fixed on him. He's the one that has called us in this season. And his presence, his glory is just rushing in in our in our nations and in the nations of the world. And he's coming in and he's on that white horse, just victorious. You know, he, he rode out to win many battles. If you've been a Christian for any length of time or if you've been a believer for a month, you've had some battles. You know, it's not always easy. But when we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, we know that Jesus rode out to win many battles and gain the victory. So, you know, God is calling. He's. he's this is just an amazing time for the church. And I just, I'm just i so full of, of his presence. First of all, enjoy and expectancy about what God is doing right now. I actually also talk about in my book, interestingly enough, again, the title is called Stay the Course, but I have a chapter all about winds of change, winds of change, because many times in order to stay focused on the destiny and calling that you have for your life, there's going to be change there's going to be God calling us to a season of change to divinely place us in other other areas he might physically move you you might physically you know if you've had a business and you had it in your heart to start your own business maybe you work for someone and you wanted to start your own business you started feeling very uncomfortable working at that business because no longer were you satisfied you you had a desire to do more and in order to start your own business, you had to quit the business that you were at. You stopped being an employer, and you started being an employee. Did I say that? I think I might have said that backwards, but you know what I mean. You know, you you started. Uh, yeah, I did say it backwards, but you you started. You know, to be the employer, and you started to say, "I'm a business owner. I not only work for someone who has a business." And so, in that, you had to go through. What I call winds of change. It's not always comfortable. It's it's you know, and we we're we like our comfort, we like knowing what we're gonna do all day, we like knowing what we're gonna eat the day. We are kind of set in our way sometimes. Is nothing wrong with that, but if you're ever gonna be, you know, doing something for you know, and be successful or you know, be called to greatness, you're going to have to change. So there's a grace for that. There's a grace for change and there's a grace to stay another thing that i walk write about in my book is a new wine skin huh what is that well you can read about it in the bible i'll tell you a picture of an old of a wineskin skin is very ugly it's what holds wine it's really really old and it's really ugly and and so when when god you know starts calling us that he it says that he wants to give us a new wine skin well first of all that excites me because that means he's giving new wine he's pouring out in this day in this season his oil of joy his presence he's pouring out his spirit we know the Bible says in the last days I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh so we're going to see that but in In many cases, in order for us to be moved around and be set where we need to be and be encouraged to see not only change for our family, but our cities, our regions, our nations, we're going to have to get some new wineskins. We're going to have to be prepared for the new wine. We're going to have to be prepared for the new harvest, for the harvest of believers that are coming in. God's preparing us. And it's just amazing. He's preparing us for his glory. The the last chapter of my book says experience his presence and see his glory. I love that because I love the presence of God. And I love his glory. That Shekinah glory, that that weighty glory that when we read in the Bible, the priests could not stand because of the glory of God. And you and I are priests today. We are we, we are called um, as priests, along with Jesus, to experience his presence, and see his glory. So I'm just releasing that over you that are listening. And again, thank you for joining us. My name is Camilla Charles, and I'm being interviewed or, or my friend, she said, this is an interview, but I just want you to go for it. And so I'm just, I'm just happy to just release Jesus today. But you know, if you're listening, I my name is Camilla Charles, and I just thank you for giving your time and listening, and I'm just praying that you are just so filled up with God's love as you're listening today. His love just overwhelm you that, you know, I heard somebody say this the other day. You didn't die on the cross. No, you and I didn't. Jesus did. So he saved us of our sins. And because of it, you know, we, we, we didn't earn our salvation. We, we received our salvation because we believed. We believed and we give our life to Jesus, Jesus. And if you're listening today, by chance, and you've not given your life fully to Jesus, I want to encourage you to do that. You can do that. You can just ask him to come into your life and just say, God, forgive me of not walking with you. Forgive me of sin that has separated me from you. Forgive me, and I choose you today, and I want to walk with you. You you know, God has such a call for each person listening today. He has a, a special plan for your life, a very unique destiny only to you, only that you can fulfill. It's very special, and he loves us so much today. But you know what? I'm so glad to know That God just loves me for me. He doesn't love me because of what I do. He does not love me because of my actions necessarily and my going and sharing the gospel and all of that is good. But he loves me for me. He loves me. He loves to be with me. He loves to fellowship with me. That's, you know, that's just like, I feel like when I'm having my time with the Lord, I just feel like he's having so much joy because he just enjoys being with us. We don't always have to do it's about in our being so i just want to release that over you that you would just have fresh vision and fresh encounters with jesus that the holy spirit would just be so real to you that you would just be aware of the presence of god that you would be aware of angels ministering angels the bible talks about ministering angels they are here for our aid and they're here and they get very active when the presence of god is is present and so we just you know we just release the presence of god into your home into your room into your business we bless you and we just say thank you father that you release your presence uh sandra i know that we were going to talk together and you had maybe another question or two before we do pray together with the with the people so i'll kind of turn it back over to you yes I do
1: and I think the fruit of this interview is going to be great you touched on so many things but as I read the book well I thought Camille's come from from uh, her her ancestry back of of many many in in the ministry and mine is also but one of the things that uh, that so many say well I just came to the Lord I'm the first person in my family that's ever known the Lord. And and it, mm-hmm. it you know, it'll be the end of my life before I'm able to to, to share Jesus. But to touch on that, that, that when someone comes to the Lord they're fully equipped because they've got the fullness of Jesus, the Holy Spirit in them. Oh, you know, that's yes. why that's why we have kids pray for us when we're older, or older and say let the kids pray for us because they truly you know know how to pray and, and, and with that they don't have a little miniature Jesus they have a big one yeah touch on yes. that sugar
0: yes it's so true in fact you know I love to meet new believers because they are how every one of us really should live with that first love with that Fire! Like who said we were supposed to get rid of that? And Sandra, that's what I love about you because you already said your age, 72? seventy-two. Seventy-two, um, yeah. Seventy-two. But at your age, you're one of the most un- on-fire people I know, and I love that about you. And it, it really doesn't have anything to do with our age. It's totally about being, you know, linked in and very engaged in our relationship with Jesus. No matter if we've known him for a week or for a day or for 50 years, you know, uh, thank God for the mothers and fathers and those that have gone before us and those that have been walking with the Lord. And I'm I'm kind of in the middle, you know. I'm a I'm a I'm still a, a daughter, but I'm also a mother now to many and to my own children and speaking into their life. And I'm grateful for both. I'm grateful for those that have stayed the course. And, and, and sharing the gospel for believers that have given their life, you know, all that. But I also honor a person who's just known Jesus for a week. You know, I mentioned earlier about Muslims having encounters with Jesus. If you see Jesus in a dream, I'm pretty sure you're going to be different, and you're going to have something to give to others. And so, yeah, he's, the Holy Spirit is our teacher. He's our helper. And so we, you know, I think it's James that says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of it. So we can ask for wisdom, but it also says that we are we are unstable in all our ways. We're double-minded if we ask, but we don't receive, you know? So I believe that we we ask, and then we receive that wisdom, and then we believe, and we don't lack, we don't, you know go i don't know if i should do that or i don't know if i you know again believers are not releasing the kingdom of god because we think we have to have our lives together we think we have to know the whole bible from start to finish we think we have to be confident you know there's that's nothing that's just not true the book of hebrews is all about faith faith Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So that means God is pleased when we step out in faith, when we take risk to do things for him, when we tell somebody, Jesus loves you, when we tell them, when we give them an encouraging word, we give them uh, maybe a word, a prophetic word by the Holy Spirit that God just speaks into us and and shares with them. Well, sometimes we're going to be wrong. Sometimes we're not going to get it 100%. But God is just so pleased that we're taking risks and that we're walking in faith. You know, Jesus died on the cross for us to have victory and for us to do these things. And so if we don't, really, it's kind of, um, well, we're not fulfilling our calling. We're not fulfilling our highest potential in life. So, yeah, I'm, I, I know people that have not known Jesus for a long time, but they don't actively have a relationship with him. And so it's not fresh. It's not you know, they're not they're not releasing a, a good fragrance, as it were, as the scripture says, you know, that fragrance that they're releasing to the Lord. So I my prayer is that I would I would have a great aroma or fragrance to release to others. But that only comes from relationship with Jesus. Whether you've yeah. known him for a day or Fifty years. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You know, you spoke those
1: blessings over people, but but just just pray for someone that that and let them repeat after you, or just pray a prayer uh, so they can ask Jesus in their heart. You've you've given such awesome examples and prayed to to, to refire elderly and and those that that haven't been. In a right, uh, haven't looked forward to a lot of things of the Lord or seen a lot of the Lord and, and your book will share it like you said but uh, in much deeper uh, going much deeper but if you'll just pray right
0: now oh okay thank you and thank you again for for just having me on and allowing me to share I just I really um, love you and honor you and I thank God for your heart to, well, thank uh, you, because, you know,
1: the- I, I'm, I'm excited just sitting here
0: hearing, hearing
1: your message, so <laughs> I thank you for that.
0: Well thank you. Let's Yes, let's pray. First of all, if you have not received Jesus into your life, let's just do that now, and you say, Jesus, come into my life. I invite you in. I repent of my sins. I repent of being separated from you, and I want to have... A personal relationship with you and then I want to pray maybe you've known the Lord but you don't feel a, a spark you don't feel alive you don't feel excitement about your relationship with God it's really just a duty to you or it's more just about you know maybe you just say oh my family drags me to church and I go uh, you know I say I'm a Christian but that's just really I could be a you know German or whatever you know it means nothing to you and I just want to pray because God loves you so much and he just wants to fill you with his fresh love and fire the fire of his presence fresh oil fresh love Lord I just release that into my friends today listening I just ask wherever they are wherever they are sitting would you just release a fresh love a fresh encounter that they would know you Lord that even though they don't see you, that they would know that you're present in the room. We welcome your presence. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. And I thank you, God, for for just igniting that first love in their heart, just uh, just causing them to feel so alive and so excited about you. And I just thank you, God, that you would just download into their spirit your presence and your word and and that you would just come alive to them we speak to dead dry bones just like the book of ezekiel we speak to those dead dry bones to come alive now in the name of jesus and for skin to come on them and them to just rise up raise up to come alive in jesus And, Lord, I just thank you, Father. I also just release healing. Lord, we know that where your presence is, that there is healing. There are miracles. Maybe you need a miracle in your body. You're fighting cancer. We curse cancer in the name of Jesus. We we thank you, God, that you are the healer. And, Jesus, we give you praise. In Psalms it says that we are to not forget your benefits. Who heals all of our diseases, who forgives us of all of our sins. So you've forgiven us of sins and you heal all of our diseases. So I just release healing into your body. If you're listening today and you have a chronic, um, sickness or you have illness of some kind, disease, any kind of sickness, you know, we just release healing. We just command healing to come to your body now in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I just praise you, Father, now that they would encounter you, Lord, that they would see miracles in their business, miracles in their family, miracles in their marriage, miracles in their children to be restored. I just release restoration. I release hope. I release freedom right now in the name of Jesus. And I also pray that if there are believers that are listening today and they, um, they don't have fellowship with other people, alive believers. Lord, would you just bring them into fellowship? Would you bring them into a company of people that they could worship together, that they could break bread together, that they could have fellowship, Lord. I just thank you, God, that this is now is not the time for us to be Lone Rangers. We are the people of God and we're rising up. We're we're coming alive and we're taking our place in this earth. We're staying our course. We're looking to Jesus as as our leader, the victorious one who's leading this, and we're thanking God for the great harvest of souls that are that's going to come and sweep the earth. So, Lord, I just thank you. I bless those listening today. I just release fresh fire, fresh anointing. This is not something you have to work up. This is not something you have to. Um, you know you don't drum it up and you just don't not by your actions not by your good deeds it's a gift so we just release the gift of the holy spirit into your life right now fresh oil fresh fire now in the name of jesus and we just thank you god thank you jesus lord we just give you praise we thank you for who you are lord that you don't give up on anybody you might be listening and you might be thinking oh this is just great for you camilla you, you know, this is just great for others, but what about me? Well, I'm going to just tell you, God shines best in the impossible. He works best through people who are a mess. He comes into messes and he, he well, he makes messages out of messes. And so I just release freedom into your life if you're listening and, and you feel hopeless. God wants to just impart hope to you today hope to not quit, hope to not give up, don't give up on yourself, don't give up on others, and mostly don't give up on God because he is a good, good father. He's good, and uh, he does amazing things. So amen, amen. And I say amen and amen, and I
1: say, Selah. think on that. But I really want to say, wow, that's been awesome. That's been awesome. Thank you so much taking I don't this know. time out of your
0: day to, to share this Well, you're welcome and I don't know if they have any way of communicating with you but I think it would just be amazing for them to share with you if they have been able to give their life to Jesus or if they've received a miracle because there's something about the power of the and testimony. I just say that's a wrap
1: yeah